Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games. Art, rules, gameplays and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Hi, welcome to Solo BG. My name is Derek and I hope you're having a great time. Thank you for being in another episode of Solo BG Podcast. Tonight we have an interesting, very interesting game actually to talk about. It's a very unique and controversial at the same time. Uh, but before we jump in tonight's episode, why we don't talk about why I have been playing. And I would like also to hear why you guys have been playing. So when whenever I post this episode, uh, you can comment uh, on our Facebook page or on Instagram or Twitter and reply to us. And please uh, let us know where you've been playing and that way we can comment on future episodes also remember that right now is the contest or the giveaway of pocket mars and in order to win if you want to win a copy of pocket mars you need to go to our facebook page look for the post when we when we publish it and you just need to uh share the post tag two of your friends and you know like the facebook page as well of solo bg podcast where you can look for us just as that and facebook as solo bg podcast and remember that we also on twitter and Instagram, and soon, I mentioned in uh, previous episodes of our YouTube channel, but we decided to give it a pause on that time, since we don't want to do it like a lot of people, you know, a lot of other podcasts or other YouTubers does it, where, where they just put um, the YouTube channel with the audio of the episodes. Instead of that, we would like to create our YouTube channel of Solo BG Podcast, but giving you a more, uh, you know, close... Uh, interaction with us so what we're gonna do is we're gonna record some videos of us uh, playing some games or i will record some videos of myself you know while i'm setting up some game on the table or while i'm playing with my wife or playing with friends you know with kelly and jonathan or also who knows i mean if we're in a convention or just sometimes you know just to post and talk about a particular game just short videos that will allow allow you and allow us to you know meet each other a little bit better get to know each other better besides through the speaker and the tabletop like we always said uh so besides that well i think now i can tell you what i've been playing recently recently i've been playing batman the animated series gotham on their switch which by the way we have an episode about it is the longest episode of the podcast but it's very well worth it to listen it has cool music of course batman And we have conversations about the Batman comics, the TV shows, the movies. If you haven't checked it out, go back into the previous episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and you can listen to the episode there. I've been playing, you know, the normal scenarios or the normal acts of the games. But recently in Board Game Geek, I found a variation where somebody is adding another act, which it consists of the riddle. On the riddle, I'm sorry. So I've been playing, instead of playing uh, three acts or four acts, I've been adding that act of the riddle uh to the game and it makes the game definitely more challenging and i'm looking forward to uh hear expansions from literal lanus uh in the near future you know for for the game i hope i hope that that game makes it in a very good and you know uh speaking about the numbers uh for the company in that way in this case for idw games in that way they can release expansions and you know keep the game alive uh besides batman the animated series gotham under siege i also been continuing painting which i'm not very good not very talented but i i almost finished with my imperial assault core set uh you know the main the base game i got the imperial assault because uh i was watching uh the, the youtube playthrough through the channel of a very nice guy adam smith and has that rolling solo 
uh, YouTube channel. If you haven't heard about it, just go and check it out. Once again, Rolling Solo with Adam Smith. He has a great playthrough of the first uh, campaign of the Imperial Assault, playing it solo with uh, now with the uh, app, like Manchester Madness type uh, app that they have, Fantasy Flight released. So since I saw back in, actually in the first week of January of 2019, and I saw the whole uh, playthrough, I decided to get the Imperial Assault corset, and I'm almost done painting all the minis and some of the expansions, so that's what I've been doing recently. And besides that, playing time stories also with my wife, trying to, you know, keep playing the scenarios. I mentioned on the Batman episode, actually, on the beginning about how time stories blow my mind already, and I've been playing that too. Uh, recently, we played Brook City uh, with the Sadler brothers, you know, Brady and Adam, and the designers of Street Masters. We had the opportunity to go to their place, to Brady's place, and uh, we played Brook City with them, and we had a blast. It's a very good game. Uh, very well deserved for an episode as well. So we're looking forward to try it solo in the near future. And that way we can, uh, you know, have a, a episode dedicated to Brook City. Uh, it's just as good as Street Masters. So if there's any way that you can get your hands on one copy of Brook City, don't hesitate. Do it. Very well worth it. But once again, we haven't tried it solo. We're looking forward to doing it. And I'm pretty sure it's very good. Uh, so I already put my request for a copy over there. And also Heroes of Therinod from Sadler Brothers 2. I've been playing that. And recently, I put a game back on the table that it, it was a while since I played, actually. And for some reason, I like it a lot. Probably the theme and the mechanics, as you know, uh, listeners, uh, you know, friends. I've been talking to this in the past. I really like immersive games. And the theme for me is a very big thing on the games. And when it's a space, well, hardly I can say no. And I'm talking about First Martian from Portal Games, designed by Ignacy Trechevich. Uh, I recently put it back on the table. I really love the game. I know in, around the Facebook groups and about the forums in Board Game Geek, there's a lot of controversy that some people, they don't like the game. Right now, you can find the game very decently cheap. I would say you can find it in $15, $20 in some websites, um, American dollars, of course. But uh, it's a very good game, honestly, from the sag- what I call the saga of Ignacy, which is First Martians, Robinson Crusoe, and Detective a modern crime board game. Probably First Martian is still my favorite. I like it. Robinson Crusoe is great, but First Martians is like you're playing Robinson Crusoe, but in the space. I hope we can have a... Well, the plan is to have a saga, three episodes of Ignacy Trechevich, uh, you know, with First Martian, Robinson Crusoe, and Detective. So when the time comes, we will talk about the game, but, you know, I've been playing that too. And I'm looking forward to bring back to the table This War of Mine also. This War of Mine is one of my favorite games. I haven't had a chance to, you know, the time to see it and play that immersive game, but I'm looking forward to it, to play it soon. And most recently, actually before the recording of this episode, I played the game that we're going to talk about tonight, which is a very immersive game. It's not for everyone, that's for sure. It's not for everyone because I already tried cooperative cooperative with some friends, uh, and it's not for everyone. I already tried solo, and now recently I played with my wife, like I said, just literally before I start to record the episode. And I'm talking about the game of the night, which is Black orchestra black orchestra it's a game that it's very immersive it's very well designed for its purpose and is uh designed by philip dubari and he has a very very nice art and very nice narration i like the mechanics personally and i think it's great um and we will talk about more about that on the gameplay section but like i said we're going to talk about black orchestra it's designed by philip dubari and it's published 
at least in United States by Game Salute. Um, so we will talk about the boxing cover once again in a little bit. So you know what? What? What to wait? Let's jump. Let's jump into the, uh, today's episode once again. We're going to talk about Block Orchestra. Let's see what is about the box and cover. Box and cover. <laughs> So here we are in the box and cover of Black Orchestra, the board game. So on the main uh, cover of the box, uh, you will have like uh, the Black Orchestra agents from, you know, that they belong to the uh, right of the, of the right of the, you know, I mean, the, you know, the army of Hitler, I guess. Uh, they were conspirators on the, on Germany. They were Nazis, actually. Well, they were, you know, conspirators of the Nazi parliament in Germany. So you have them at the bottom of the box and then you have the Black Orchestra very powerful type it and then on the top you will have all the followers of hitler and you will have hitler like on a you know like in a i guess in a, as an aerial making a speech and then you have the the airplanes over there on the corner it's a it's in black and red and some of a bluish uh on the bottom and it's a very you know the size of the box is very standardized like literally like all almost all the board games the same size of the winner box uh you know robinson crusoe we were talking about downforce eldritch horror i'm just looking at some games that i have here on my on my shelf and the box is very standard size on the back of the box you have that it says cooperative game by philip dubari black orchestra and the year is 1936 as hitler gripped on germany titans and his total depravity is unmasked some in the highest levels of the right begin to conspire or conspire to kill the tyrant the plot begins. Black Orchestra is a tense and thrilling board game experience where you must evade the suspicious sides of the Gestapo and secretly plot to assassinate the Führer as World War II rages on. So it's, like I said, it's designed by Philip DeBarry. The additional designs by Dan May and Cody Jones. The art, which I really like, is by Lucas Soriano. The art director was Dan May. Graphic design by Cody Jones and Dan May. Uh, it says that it's from one to, one to five players, fully cooperative, fully solo, uh, the time it's 90 minutes and the age is 14 year plus and it's published by Game Salute. It has some, um, I'm sorry, some awards. It has the Golden Geek uh, nominee, it has the Spiel of Approval, and it has the 2016 uh, Best Gaming, uh, Best Game Theming uh, by the Dice Towers Gaming Awards. So, uh, you know, it's, it was released in 2017. It's based on real heroes and events from the World War II. So you can, that's what, what you can expect from the box and cover. So if you're, for me personally, when I saw the game uh, on my family and my favorite uh, local gaming store, I saw the cover and I didn't knew anything, anything about the game at that time. Nothing, nothing at all. I never knew that it was in the same mechanics kind of a uh, pandemic type-ish, which by the way, I feel, for me, feels very different. Uh, I don't like, I didn't enjoy too much the Pandemic uh, Legacy gameplay. I know for a lot of people, a lot of you amazing listeners, it's one of the top favorite games, Pandemic, but just for me, I couldn't. Sometimes I'm not very good dealing with the alpha players. You know, I mean, type mechanic. Uh, I like cooperative games when where every player has sort of a independency and, you know, to make decisions and to make 
choices and to make actions and even if those actions can be sometimes kind of dangerous for the whole group i do like you know like that independency of a, of a game and games like pandemic that they require an alpha player which actually i was talking about this you know with with uh, some game designers well why not say the game like with brady sadler um and with some other friends you know we we agree that it's probably me the one that it's had the trouble with the alpha players you know type of game but i mean that doesn't mean that they're about games it's just they're not for me and i hear in some other podcasts that i listen often that it's probably it's not for everybody as well i was listening one podcast uh, called the drinking maple that they were making a suggestion that you know i find it very uh, attractive for pandemic that is like what if um, you know uh, the players doesn't communicate with the other players and they just try to make decisions to see where everything goes i know the whole point of pandemic probably is to play the strategy before the the turn but you know at least i i thought it was a great you know a great comment and a great opinion and why not i would like to give it a try too i mean i'm not closing my doors to pandemic but i would like to try it probably with some variant but anyway we're talking about black orchestra and the pandemic a situation came because the mechanics It can feel very different, but once again, for me, uh, I'm sorry, it can feel very similar, but once again, for me, they feel totally, totally, totally different. So now that we talk about the box and cover a little bit of the gameplay already, let's jump to see what is inside the box. Inside the box. Okay, so now that we are inside the box, let's talk about the components of the game. Uh, you will have a lot of cards, and for some people, when a game has a lot of cards, it's already a very attractive situation. For the game, so in this game you will have a lot of cards, and I have the components here in my hand. So if you hear like, uh, you know, pages moving through a book or something, cards, you know, the the hearing of the cards like this. I don't know if you're able to hear through the mic. Probably yes. Uh, anyway, uh, it's because when I do uh, when we do the sections of the inside the box, we're literally grabbing the components, and you know, while we're talking about the quality and what you're getting, uh, we actually have it in our hands. In that way, we can give you the full experience, I guess, of Solo BG inside the box uh so anyway the components you will have 51 conspirator cards uh 24 standard cards and 15 illegal cards and 12 plot cards which will uh help you to succeed the goal of assassinate hitler uh reference sheet uh which it will be like a you know a cheat sheet of the rules and you will have the setup and everything more accessible you will have 84 event cards and it's going to be 12 event cards from number one to seven so 12 one 12 two and so forth Uh, because the game consists of seven stages. We will talk once again more in the gameplay section. You will have 61 standard events, 15 important events, and eight key events. You will also have uh, one victory card, which I, they should give you like a poster or, or something or a medal, because killing Hitler is very hard. I will talk about the idea of the game also in a little bit. Uh, you will have 20 in, 24 interrogation cards, six Nazi leader tiles, they're cardboard, Uh, five pawns, which I mentioned for this in the past before, and that's my problem with pandemic-type-ish kind of games, that they usually use pawns. Me, personally, I'm not a huge fan of the pawns. I'm a huge fan of the minis. Or if you're not going to put minis, stand this for sure. So, But anyway, they give you five pawns. Uh, they give you 11 tracking cubes, uh, 10, 10 conspirator cubes that they will use uh, two per color for each character, and one red for Hitler. And then you have 10 dice, which the dice, they're very good quality and they're uh, customized for the game. They're very, very nice. And the amount that they give you the 10 dice works very well 
uh, if you're playing even five players. So it's very good. Um, you will have also 24 item tiles, three of each item. You will have explosive, intel, poison, keys, and so forth. You will have three difficulty tiles, which is easy, hard, and standard. And of course, the game board. Now, you will have also, or lastly, uh, the nine, nine conspirator sheets. Recently on Kickstarter, I backed up an expansion for the game, which it only gives you cons more conspirators for the game. And the reason why I back it up is because it, this is one of the things that I really enjoy from the game and that I really appreciate from the game. Uh, on the conspirators card, you'll be playing the roles of people, real people that they live and died during the Hitler times, you know, and they were, uh, you know, they were members of the right of the Hitler And there were people that they just weren't comfortable with the ways that everything was working on, you know, around Germany at that time. They weren't, they didn't agree with the Hitler way of, you know, of killing people and doing all those atrocities that he did. So uh, you will have real people like General Hans Oster. If somebody from Germany is listening or like if somebody speaks German, sorry if I pronounce every, any, something wrong. But he will be, for example, General Hans Oster. He will be Abwehr, which it translates to deputy head of the Abwehr. Um, and he, he will tell you a story or narration like what this, what was his role in that time and how he died. You will have also Klaus von Stauffenberg. Uh, he's a Wehrmacht. It's a colonel uh, from the Reich. And he is uh, the guy, I think, I haven't seen the movie, but I need to watch it now after I play the game. Uh, it's the same guy for, that played Tom Cruise on the movie Valkyria. I'm kind of 100% sure because he has like the eye patch and everything. He's a coronel and he's also, he will tell you a little bit of the background on the car, on the card. And you will have Carl Gordler. He was a civilian and a politician. So you will be playing different roles like civilian politicians, uh, you know, like uh, the members of the, of the parliament. Um, and, you know, these people, they actually live and die on those times. They all will have different abilities. And they will all have different uh, amount of items that they can carry. Uh, they will have a suspicious track that will allow you to play during the game. And a motivation track that it will allow you also to succeed with your goal, which is killing Hitler. On this game, your goal is mainly to kill Hitler. And before he wins the war or before the war ends, better said. So you during the stages of the game, you will be following the story of, of Germany on that on those times. And it's very, the components are very nice, actually. And the art is one of the things. That's why in the beginning I mentioned the, the credits for the people that made the art because I think the art is very good. You know, they they show some photographs on the event uh, decks and all that stuff. And I think it's very important because they try to make the game uh, very, very thematic or as most as thematic as possible. So now that we talk about the what is inside the box and the components, let's jump to see... How it plays into our gameplays section. Gameplay. Okay, so now we are in the section of uh, that we try to explain you how the game works. So I will try to do it as as simple as possible, and you know it's not a very complex game. So 
honestly, once you once you get to play it a couple of rounds, you will get it right away. So you will have the game board, and the game board you will have the different uh, regions of of Europe, of Western Europe, I guess. So you will have uh, you know Germany, of course. You will have Berlin, which is the main city that you know that it was everything was happening around Berlin, and then you will have you know the 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 Poland border and the USSR border, and you have uh, France also. All the cities that they were uh, dominated by by the Nazis. So you will have uh, you know Hanover, Munich, Nuremberg, all these different cities, and you will have also the main uh, the main guys that they were with with Hitler, the, their colonels or their you know their their deputies, better said. So you will have in the game Hitler, which is the main guy, you know. And all of these bad guys, they will have abilities, so they will be triggering abilities if your pawn starts the turn where, wherever they are. So just to give you an example, Hitler decreases your motivation by one. Uh, Hess, uh, he makes you discard uh, one, one card from your hand. Gobbles, uh, you cannot use the character's ability. Well, if you're in the same space, Borman, you cannot conspire, which is one of the most powerful actions that you can do. Himmler, uh, he will rise your suspicions. And Goring, uh, it will make you discard one of your items, which is very devastating because getting items is one of the one of the most uh, strategy parts of the game. Better said. So how the game works is in your turn, you will take up to three actions, and some of the actions are uh, you can collect an item from your location. In each location is going to be an item, so you can spend one action on discovering the item and another action in picking it up that item, and you can conspire, which it's a very one of the most powerful actions because you will roll. Uh, three dice or if you can spend one dice if you want to spend one action if you want to spend it all your turn the three actions you will spend the three dice and with those three dice you can get uh, up to three more actions so let's say if you roll two threes you will have six actions instead of three so and then you can have a target symbol too and whenever you your team or, or if you're playing solo you reach to three targets you can choose to either uh, increase the motivation of one of the characters uh, or uh, decrease the Hitler's uh, army or resistance on the game. Uh, it's important because in order to succeed, uh, for, you know, in the plots that you will have or you will find during the game, and be able to kill Hitler, your motivations needs to be at higher levels. So you can do that action. You can also uh, deliver an item at a certain location to get some benefit from the location. You can draw a car from the dossier, which is your hand of cards that you kind of a deck building type, but it's more like ability cards that they will be resolving during certain events of the game or certain you can do certain abilities. You can increase your motivation through those abilities or get certain item or decrease the, uh, you know, Hitler uh, power, I guess, by certain amount of, of, of you know, ter- uh, movements or levels. Uh, you can also move one per one action per space. Uh, you can, you know, try to release. If one of the friends is in, in jail, uh, you can try to release them. And like I said, the main goal of the game is to kill Hitler. How are you going to kill Hitler? Well, on the dossier that I mentioned, the dossier action, you will be drawing cards from a main deck and you will be adding it to your dossier, which you are allowed to carry up to six if you reach that uh, motivation level that allows you to carry six uh, cards. And some of the some of those cards will be plots, like, I don't know, like a sniper or like a, a gunman or a poison uh, type or a bomb. Uh, you know, plan to. So whenever you get one of those plots, those plots will uh, have requirements for you to have before you attempt to kill Hitler. 
So uh, mainly some of them, they will say like, well, first of all, you need to be this type of player. Like you need to be a civilian. And if you're a civilian, you get a dice for being a civilian. And if your motivation is uh, uh, at the top, you will get another die for being your motivation at the top. So that's two dice already. And if you uh, are with Hitler on the same location, then you can attempt to do this plot and you will get an extra die. So you will be trying to get an average every time that you try to kill Hitler, like three or four dice. So once you once you get those dice, here's where the lucky aspect of the luck aspect of the games come to play, which for some players, that that's what is completely ruining the game because you can be uh, trying like for a long, long time of turns, like trying to get in prepare, trying to wait for the exact time where you can be with Hitler in the same location because Hitler and their generals are going to be moving around the board. Depends on the drawing uh, event cards that you will be getting or drawing every turn. So anyway, you're going to be trying to, you know, be ready with your plot. We have everything at the exact time, correct moment. But then at the time that you try to plot, you will get all these dice that you were collecting with the plot demands and you will roll them. And you will need to hit certain certain amount of success or targets that it needs to be more than what Hitler defense level is. And if you succeed with your role, well, you kill Hitler. But if you don't, well, you fail and you get arrested and you lose that plot card. And also, if you succeed on your role, also you um, you know you will have a suspicious track on your on your player, and that suspicious track has uh, like uh, Nazi symbols, like you know like bad symbols, I guess. And if you roll an uh, uh, equal amount of your um, uh, suspicious track symbol, also in the dice, well, even if you succeed, you fail and you get arrested and you discard your plot. So that's you know that's where the lucky part of the game comes to play. And once again, I had the experience when I was playing with Caleb and Jonathan. And that was one of the things that uh, Caleb didn't like too much because, you know, it was we were planning and we were playing for an hour or so, you know, trying to get everything that we need. And we got to the point like it was just everything depending on our role. Me personally, I like it because I feel like every board game needs to be challenging. Well, it depends on the type of board game, but this type of board game needs to this type of board games, I'm sorry, they need to be challenging. And also, you need to have, you know, a certain kind of luck type, you know, certain aspect of luck. Probably, I would agree, probably not too much like he has on this game, but it doesn't bother me. Um, the other thing that I like from the game is that, um, you know, of how the game is going to play, you have seven different stages. And in every stage, there's an average of 10 cards that you will be playing during each uh, stage. So once you, uh, you know, on a turn, you will do the three actions like i mentioned some of the actions and once you finish doing your actions you will draw one of those stage cards and literally those cards will be telling you things like okay like this is happening right now uh germany invade poland and move uh general goebbels and himmler and hitler to munich and you grab all those three cardboard uh, pieces and you will move them to munich so that's how they're going to be moving around but what I was trying to say with the stage cards is that the illustrations are very, very well done, very uh, impacting and thematic, I will say. You have like the real pictures of the people, the real pictures of Hitler, and um, it will be reviewing the story of what actually happened. So not only the play, not only your uh, your character sheet has the narration or 
or tell you the story of what happened on those days with those people. Also, the stage cards will be telling you the story about all those awful events that they were happening, you know, on those times. Uh, on the stage two, for example, we just played, like I said before, uh, recording the episode. And it was uh, when Hitler, uh, you know, planned about what to do with Jewish people and that they had to wear yellow and had the David star on, on their on their uh you know on their clothes in that way they were identified uh so things like that and it's a very um, strong and unfortunate thing that happened but you will have it on the game so that's when i was at the beginning i was talking about the controversy this game is like um it's it's immersive and it can get it can be tough for some people it's not for everyone but it's very uh, at the same time i guess educative you know because it will be telling you the story of what really happened in the world on those times it it also it's a game that you can play with people to you know probably in a in a college uh, you know lesson or something or on a college group. I mean, you, it's it's a game that if you're involved in certain I don't know like it can come to my mind now like politics of history or something related that you study for you study for or even in high school whatever. It's a game that if you play, not only you're gonna you're only gonna have fun and tense <laughs> that's for sure. You're also gonna learn about the history and what happened. Uh, you know about the Nazis and and all those things. Um, besides uh, the deck once you if you run through the whole stages all the way to seven on the deck number seven there's a card that it will out if you draw it which is the last stage if you draw that card you automatically lose so that's another aspect that i heard that some players they didn't enjoy too much and they were so close to kill hitler the tension was so high they were the game was almost done because the the stage seven was almost gone but they still had like three or four turns because they, they have, you know, three or four cards more to go. And suddenly they draw this card that it tells you, you know, you're done. And, you know, Hitler wins. So, but there's a variation on the rule book on the back, actually. There's some game, game variations that it tells you that this card, which is called guarded documents, you can take it away from the game if you want. And that way you don't suffer that consequence. And you can just play either until you kill Hitler or, uh, you know, the war ends and, and the game wins. Um, the the other game variant that you can find is trusted lieutenant and sense of urgency, which uh, well, you know you just uh, discard more cards in the setup part. In that way, you can make the game uh, you know more tense, but at the same time faster. Uh, if you're playing solo, you will have two characters instead of one, and you're just gonna be you know switching one one another one every turn. Um, the game is pretty easy. Like I said, you're just going to be, you know, doing your three actions, draw an event card. Doing three actions, draw an event cards. The way that you can get more than three actions is the character that I was mentioning you, uh, Tom Cruise character that I call. Um, he gives you an extra action. That's his ability. So he will have four. Or the other thing that you can do that probably I didn't mention is if, you, well, I mentioned it, but it was kind of confusing. If you roll the dice and let's say you get a target and a three and a three, that means that you will have six actions and you will put the tracker, the target on the descent track, and the descent track, how it works, like I already explained, I already explained you uh, get three uh, targets, and you can increase your motivation or decrease uh, Hitler's powers, or um, you know you can also get a, a, a black symbol that we will increase your suspicious. The other way that you can lose the game is uh, if the Gestapo arrests you and you go to jail. If all the players are in jail at the same time. Uh, the game ends and we all lose. That what happened actually to my wife and I. We were in the stage four, and we both get arrested. Our suspicions were super high. We didn't uh, play cautiously, and boom, went to jail and we lost the game. Um, that's one of the things that I 
really like from the game also that you will have a deck of interrogation cards i'm sorry i'm just trying to reach it here on the table um so you have these interrogation cards that once you get in jail um you know you will the player that is in jail will draw one it is not going to show it to the other players he's just going to draw one and he will decide what to do so for example i grab one random here it's, it tell it says tell us what you know do not reveal or discuss this card with other players Choose one of the following options, resolve listed effects, then shuffle this card back into the interrogation deck. It says, option A, uh, propaganda, lower two conspirators' motivation by one. So you can affect the other players, lowering the motivation, and you get out of jail, and you shuffle the, the, the card back. It's like, you know, you give some information about them, and, you know, you try to, you, I guess you had to do it in, in order to get out of jail, or you can do option B, lockdown, which is discard two plots from among all, all those years. That means your players also. You are released, move, move to Gestapo headquarters and high suspicion. That's another way that you can affect uh, your team, but you get out of jail. Or you can do try and resist when you will all die. And, um, you know, depending on the result, it will be different consequences. So that's a very, very nice mechanic of the game that I like that if, you know, you can... At a certain point, not that you won, but the game will force you to betray your team a little bit. In that way, you can get out of jail. Uh, in that way, you know, you, you try to avoid losing the game. Because once again, if all the players are in jail at the same time, you know, they all lose the game. Uh, that's a, that's one thing, one downside that if you're playing solo, well, of course, you will do the same. You will draw the card and everything. But... I mean, you're just going to betray yourself because, I mean, you will just, just choose whatever is better for for, for you and your, uh, you know, AI cooperative guy that is there on the table with you. Uh, so that's one of the aspects that makes the game cooperative a little bit good, which probably already uh, went a little bit ahead. And this probably would be better to talk about if we if, when we talk about if we rather play the game solo or cooperative. Um, but the, yeah, this is one aspect that we will talk again. Uh, so the game is mainly like that. It's... 90 minutes is very accurate to the to the time play that it says on the box uh when we played with once again with jonathan and caleb we won and it took us like well it took us like two hours but we were learning the game too when i played solo uh i went all the way through all the stages i lost but it took me like 90 minutes uh with my wife right now it was like probably an hour but we lost uh and then i played another time solo and it was i won but it was a little bit less than 90 minutes. Uh, so, yeah, it's a very nice game. I do like it. It plays easy. At the beginning, the rules can be a little bit overwhelming. But once again, once you play one or two turns, you will get it. If you're a, a, you know, a pandemic player, this will be a great game for you. Because literally, you already know the basics of the mechanics. And you have the idea of the mechanics of how it goes. You know, like just like pandemic, moving to a location to another one doing the actions and trying to not to get caught by the Hitler deputies, uh, trying not to suffer their penalties and just trying to fulfill the requirements on the, on the plot cards that you will be getting and trying to kill Hitler. There's uh, some information also that if you kill Hitler in a certain stage, I will tell you how many uh, lives you save actually for killing Hitler in early stages of war. So basically guys, this is how the game plays. And now that we know this, uh, let's go and see what we think about the game in my favorite section of the show, which is if we rather play this game solo or cooperative. 
solo or cooperative. So now we're in my favorite section of the show, which is if we'd rather play this game solo or cooperative. Uh, for this game, I think it plays a little bit better or slightly better cooperative. And just because of that mechanic that I mentioned on the section before, uh, when you get in prison and the interrogation part, it really works when, you know, you are around the table and there's three or three or four players and you will unfortunately, you know, have to, you know, probably affect some of them in that way you can get out of jail, but they don't really know uh, what the card says or what happened or what they ask you. And so that aspect of the game adds a very thematic situation and a very, you know, very nice idea. Uh, also, I forgot to mention on that card that you can roll a die and you can press your luck and probably you can get out of jail without affecting anybody. Uh, but it's hard, but you can you can try it. But you can you will if you fail, you will spend more time and more turns and you increase the risk that if you're playing two players that the other player uh, get also caught by the Gestapo and, you know, lose the game. So that's a very nice mechanic that adds the game, in my opinion, uh, that plays a little bit better uh, cooperative. But it doesn't mean that you cannot uh, enjoy it solo. I played it solo, like I said, a couple of times already. And I really enjoy it. I was actually reading some reviews in, uh, on Amazon and Board Game Geek. And, you know, I, I mean, the solo variant or the solo mode, it's also very, very strong, likely on on everyone, you know. And so I think, like I said, I mean, I'd rather play it cooperatively, but... I mean, solo, it's also fun. It's just you will take that little aspect of the game, which is very important, in my opinion, uh, that you will see what, what is in the interrogation anyway. So, um, yeah, so I, I think this game plays better as a cooperative, in my opinion. Now about the ratings, uh, we mentioned before, copyright, we go one to five, like in Netflix, uh, which five is definitely love it. You can play it every time. And one, well, you hate it. Uh, for this game, I will give it a you know, 3.8-ish, almost 4. I mean, it's a game that I do enjoy. Um, it's a game that I can bring to the table. But the problem is that I, it's not a game that I will bring it very often. And why? Because the replayability, in my opinion, is literally if you uh, really like the theme and if you like that immersiveness of war wars and, uh, you know, what happened with the the Hitler and the Reich and the Nazis and all that stuff. If it's a team that you do like and you do enjoy, you will play it. You won't have any problem to play it. But every time you were playing the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, you're just trying to kill Hitler. Other of the downside is that he will tell you that you can play the game easy, normal, or hard, which only what it does, it just makes Hitler a little bit more powerful on the dice rolling aspect. But it doesn't change any of the mechanics. It doesn't change how many cards you can have. It doesn't change how many items you can have. It doesn't change how many actions. It doesn't change anything at all. Just the rolling part of killing Hitler. So I feel like it's not really a true easy standard hard mode. I think they could do something different to to change or modify those levels during the game. But... That's the other downside that I don't, I don't, I feel like every time that you play, you will be playing the same. Uh, and it's not for everybody, you know, it's some people, they don't like these kind of games when they're in a kind of a having fun, but in a history class, some people, they don't like it. Me personally, the theme, I feel very attracting since I was in middle school, probably. And, uh, you know, 
I do enjoy it, but it's a game that I will probably bring to the table if I'm going to play solo probably twice per year or, or probably once per year. And just because I wish it could be more replayability, but at the same time, I understand that the replayability on this game, well, there's not too much you can do. It's not like you're going to bring some robots or, or zombies to the Hitler you know, army or whatever. I mean, it's just what it is, the story, and that's it. Now, the Kickstarter that I back up the expansion... I want to try it because it adds more characters. That's the other the other side. Like if you if you want to make up your mind, like you're gonna play a different games because you're playing different roles of characters, um, you know that that can help to replayability for sure. But otherwise, if we're talking about the game itself, the mechanics, if we take the theme apart and just put the same narration, I mean it will be it will be mainly the same. That's why I'm saying like the game it plays a very important role. Uh, if I can compare another game, not similar, but what I'm trying to say is like, for example, Planet of the Apes. Um, it's it's uh, also by uh, IDW. It's a game that I really enjoy, that I really love, but because I like the I like the franchise, I like the old movies with Charlton Heston uh, and you know um, those original movies of Planet of the Apes. The first five movies, I love them. I love the remakes too, but the first five movies, I love them too. And the theme, I like it. And the game doesn't have too much replayability because it's like if you're watching the original movie over and over and over and over again, but, you know, in a board game. But for me, I can bring that game to the table three or four times per year. So if in this case, this theme is, uh, it appeals to you and then you can bring the game easily to the table three or four times or even more per year. Another important thing is that if you, I feel like this game, if you're going to play it cooperative, like I mentioned, um, you will have more fun if, all the people are, you know, agree with the theme and they will be involved with the theme and they will be, you know, immersed and trying to make decisions because at some point the game can very can become very tense when especially when you're trying to to find the right moment to to realize your plots. Uh we if we talk about the weight of the game, I would put it at the medium level of weight, medium weighting medium probably a little bit below medium of the complexity because still there's some rules going on during the stage and the events that, you know, you need to work but um you will get it so i don't think it's very complex at all also i was checking about the price right now on amazon and the retail price and it says 74 75 ish i remember i got it you know a little bit more affordable through miniature market so you can check it out also on those waves on those websites are uh, cool stuff and miniature market probably you can get a good deal on the game but yeah i mean i will i would definitely recommend it for for you guys i mean if you want to try something of this theme I mean, definitely it's worth trying it. Black Orchestra, once again, from Salute Games. Uh, and, you know, it's very, very worth to try it. So this was today's episode, Black Orchestra, once again. And before uh, I say goodbye, uh, you know, I'm very happy to announce that some people have been, uh, you know, comment on whenever I share the link or the publications of the Solo BG podcast Facebook page, especially on the Solo Board Gaming groups, uh, They've been asking me sometimes, like, hey, can I have the RSS feed, you know, to hear the podcast? I don't have iTunes, I don't have Spotify, and I don't have Google Play or whatever. So now now you can go to Board Game Geek and you can find us there. So it's another uh, resource and another tool, which we're very happy to announce. And thank you to the admins of Board Game, Geeks, uh, Board Game Geek, I'm sorry, to allow us to be uh, there as a part of the forums uh, podcast. So if you go to Board Game Geek and you look for Solo BG or Solo BG Podcast, it will throw you to the page where you can find all the episodes that we have recorded since the beginning. Uh, so there's another way that you can do it. You can do it through your, through your smartphone, through your computer, through your tablet, 
um, you can listen us through there as well. Now in Board Game Geek, Spotify too, iTunes, and soon, like I mentioned, you won't find the episodes there, but you won't find recordings and uh, short videos on our YouTube channel. And thank you so much, guys. I'm looking forward to see you next time with other game here at Solo BG Podcast. Please remember for victory. Go tell your friends. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Solo BG Podcast. And like always, till next time, see you through the speaker and at the tabletop. Mm-hmm.